Welcome back, everyone. This is the Spirits and Poetry Frequency and Podcast. Welcome back. It's an honor to share this frequency with you. And I pray that this frequency brings you both knowledge, peace, and, and just love. May you be filled with love as you listen to these words. Because today's talk is on surrender. You know, the act of surrendering, which has been heavy on my mind. But as usual, I just want to thank all of you for tuning in. Thank you to all my friends who, who show words of appreciation and an encouragement for this podcast. I'm very grateful. And it would mean a lot to me if you rate and review these episodes on iTunes. Or just rate and review the podcast. Um, thank you in advance for that. But surrender has been heavy on my mind. And maybe it has been on yours as well. I mean, this whole quarantine situation. It's like we have no choice. I mean, I've talked about this in the last episodes. I've seen so many people talk about this whole act of being quarantined, you know, being boxed in, caged in, forced to spend time, more time with yourself, less on distractions, right? And I've been having a lot of trouble with surrender. In fact, I would say that the past few weeks, I've been waging a war against surrender because I, first of all, what does surrender even mean? You know, I was watching, I've been watching videos on, on the act of surrender. And in one, Sadhguru was talking about how surrender is, is kind of counterintuitive to, to who we are as, as, as people, how we've been raised. How if you have self-confidence, if you have a strong sense of self-worth, then the act of surrender is counterintuitive to who you are. You know, so let's talk about what surrender is. Well, surrender. Does it mean letting go? Does it mean giving up? What, how do you even begin this act of surrendering? Because, as like right now, I feel so frustrated that it's like every time I get back up, I get pushed back down. And I'm so sick and tired of my higher self telling me everything happens for a reason. Like, <laughs> it's... What's the reason then? What is the reason? Why am I being forced to stay still? And like right now, I have what my partner calls plantar fasciitis. I don't even know how to pronounce it. Where essentially my heels are all fucked up. My calves are all fucked up. Uh, I have a sty in my eye. So as you can see, I also want to be clear when I say I'm also going to project my frustration out. Just because I don't know what the fuck is going on. I mean, first of all, the U.S.'s Pluto return is very near, and so essentially it's like everything's coming undone, right? Pluto, the underworld, this act of revival. I mean, if, you're a, if you have any Scorpio energy, you're probably feeling the shit out of this, where everything we are is literally being ripped from us. So the way I see coming to Earth is I see that we come in as a pure form of being, a pure spirit, and as we grow up, it's like mud is stacked on us, like layers of mud that comes from parental programming, right? The way we're raised, that comes from a trauma we experience as children, right? Whether you're bullied, whether you fight, whatever it is, it's like the, this mud like stacks on. So if you're a kid that's really happy and someone says, hey, shut up, why are you so loud? And that makes you feel bad about speaking. This is like that layer of mud. And so it, it reminds me of like Shrek. <laughs> It reminds me of Shrek when, when Shrek's trying to explain to Donkey how ogres are like onions, and it's because they have layers. 
and we all have layers, right? It's like when you meet people, you don't, you may not automatically feel comfortable showing them all aspects of your personality because we are very profound human beings. Like we are deep. Our pain, our love, our emotions go very deep. So it's like we have layers. Like, okay, you're kind of cool. So I'm going to show you, you know, this side of me. And then as you have closer and closer friends, now they get to know you, who you are profoundly. So we have layers, but you got to keep in mind these layers aren't, they are not necessarily a representation of who you are or what you are. Because we learned to have these layers. like They're like boundaries in a way. And we learn that to basically inhibit what and who we are. Where, have you ever wondered why you can't act the same around everybody? Why you don't feel comfortable? Because maybe they do judge you. Maybe they do make you feel like you need to hide yourself away. Maybe it's that way with your parents or some friends or instructors, teachers, whatever. But in whatever way, shape, or form, we have all felt a sense of inhibition, like we have to hide ourselves away, this layering of mud, right? And so when people talk about shadow work, right, healing, like when people go to therapy, it's because they're trying to take away these layers. They're trying to take away these layers of mud so that they can see the person they are underneath. And a lot of us ignore this work because, well, it's uncomfortable. It is very uncomfortable. I'm very uncomfortable right now. I hate this. I'm, I'm trying really hard not to be bitter, but it's really hard not to be bitter because it's just like one thing after another. And that's what healing is because got to keep in mind, like, yes, I'm only 24 and, and this work goes deep. But imagine being 65, 67, 70, never, ever doing any kind of self-work. And then suddenly realizing all this self-work you need to do. And now you have 70 years worth of, of pain you have to process. So we are all on different timelines. But essentially, we all want to go back to being that pure sense of self, that, that pure energy that we are. And this quarantine time is really the opportune time to do that. Because how many of us ignored that work? So if you spend a lot of your life you know, being busy with school or work, or taking care of whoever's around you, or whatever hobbies you had. I spent a lot of my time losing myself in my art, and with my activism in school, where I wasn't doing that self-work. But now, I have no choice, right? I'm not working. I'm, I'm here and at home. I'm learning to live in harmony with my siblings and my parents, right? And, and right now, that you are being forced to spend more time wherever you call home, with whoever you live with, there's more tension there. You're with these people more often where maybe you maybe it hit a realization for you. That you're like, wow, I really don't know how to live with you. It was easy to live with you when we were both out of the house all the time. But now that we're both here all the time together, it's different. And so that's why surrender has been heavy on my mind, especially because in my case, I have like five, five planets in, in my third house that are basically becoming undone. So essentially. Who I am, how I communicate, how I am in relationships, how I am in friendships, how I see myself, all of that. There, there's some more, but I, I forget about astrology. But all of that is literally becoming undone. Like, essentially, what I'm going to say is I'm dying. And it's the most... I've experienced death before, but this is the most uncomfortable form of death. Where usually, when I've died before, it's been like, yes, uncomfortable, but there's a release. It's like... Okay, let go, and then, you know, like, I'm gone. I'm in, I'm in this state of oneness with myself. 
and that's usually been on trips, but in this case, it's just the most, I, I don't even know how to describe it, but it, it just, it's so uncomfortable every day. I feel like I'm falling apart. I feel like I'm going insane. And I want this to end so badly, but it's not. And I'm literally going to go be, we going through this for like five more years. So yeah, <laughs> surrender, giving into this. And it's, it's, it's crazy because I was doing an Akashic reading with myself and my master's teacher's loved ones. They said, they basically said that I have control issues, right? I really, I, I essentially want to control my, like my path. Like I would love my path to be as smooth as possible. But they were saying, they were like, look, the, the ground, the path is going to be rocky, right? They said, let the road be what the road is. Let the sky be what the sky is. Let the spirit be what the spirit is. You are already the person you were meant to be. And I just sat with that. Like, the road's going to be rocky. It's not going to be a smooth, fun sailing ride. The sky isn't going to be gold all the time. Right? The spirit is sometimes going to experience really harsh, really harsh things. Let them be what they are. Because at the end of the day, you are already the person you're meant to be. Like, whatever growth you were expecting, whatever you were trying to transform into, you were already that person. It's just underneath all those layers of mud, right? And so right now, you are being forced to spend time with those layers. Because you might be feeling this. You probably have already been feeling this throughout this time. Oh, I don't like that about me. Oh, you know what? I thought I was into this, but I'm really not. Because that's all I've been doing. And now I don't even know what I am. I don't know who I am. And I'm being asked to surrender everything that I invested myself in. Like, I had put a lot of myself forth into being a poet, being an artist. And now that I'm not writing poetry anymore, I lost a lot of self-worth. Like, who am I? What, what am I good for now? Right? Like, if you met me at a time where I was uh, an activist, an organizer, I'm not an organizer anymore. How could you make sense of me if that's how you met me? Right? If for the longest time, I couldn't make sense of myself either. And surrender. I'm, how do we let go? How do we really give in? How do we stop fighting? And I think a lot of it is with that sense of control. A lot of the things we do, for example, like we set goals for ourselves, right? We have plans because we want to continuously think of the future. As if, okay, I'm going to go to school, I'm going to graduate high school, I'm going to go to college, right? I'm a major in whatever, I'm going to graduate college, then I'll get a career, right? Then I'm working. We constantly want to think about the future, constantly want to think about where we're going to go next because when we're still, when we're quiet, when we're not moving, we're confronted the re with the reality that we are all going to die, that we can't take everything we have right with us, that Whatever home we build, whatever career we, you know, we have, what, whatever it is, when we die, we have to let it go. And, and I touched upon this in, in, in the last episode on mindfulness, where the reason we die is so that we're forced to let go, right? If we were all, if we were all immortal, then we would, tr we would spend our entire lives, which is obviously eternity, trying to make everything around us also last forever. 
right? Houses would be built completely different than they are now. But no, we have to learn to let go. And in my frustration, one of the things I've been learning is that the reason we change, the reason that I'm going to, like, through this destruction of myself is that we're not supposed to get attached to our identities. Where maybe, yes, in this phase of your life, being a revolutionary is what's giving you cause and purpose and it's what's helping you push forward in a road you need to go to. But then once you, once that identity no longer serves you, you're supposed to let it go. Say, okay, yes, I was revolutionary, but now I'm a more philosopher. You should, you have, we are fluid beings. The human psyche is so fluid. And we're not supposed to get attached to who we think we are. And I think that's the lesson. And I, I posted this on Instagram, but the most productive things you can be doing during this time is, one, validating your emotions, right? Validating how you feel, because that's important. How you feel is important. Process that. Two, control where your thoughts go, because your thoughts are your reality. Control where they go. Control where your thoughts are about. Make them positive and full of love, you know? And the last one is live in harmony with those around you. Because you, in some way, shape, or form, you as a spirit chose to live with this person to either learn something about coexisting or to overcome something. Being in harmony with those around you is crucial. Those are the most productive things you can do. I mean, I'm trying to learn an instrument. I'm trying to, you know, learn all this other spiritual, spiritual shit. But at the end of the day, that's what's going to help you become the person you are. Because you are already the person you're meant to be. Never forget that. And so, just, just to close, right, when it comes to surrender, surrender means, you know, I, I, as I'm saying this, I don't even know if I know what it means, because I always thought of surrender as letting go, right? Like, like there's a river that's running wild, and I'm holding on to the, to, to the edge, and I thought surrender meant letting go and seeing where the river took me, but Maybe that's not what surrender means. Maybe surrender means admitting that there was never a river. That the drowning was just in your head. That the whole time you've been breathing, that all along you have been fine. If you think back, nothing was ever as bad as you thought it was going to be. You've made it this far, haven't you? Haven't I? Maybe surrender just means admitting that everything's been okay so far. Yes, scary things happen, crazy things happen, terrible things happen, great things happen, beautiful things happen, awesome things happen. And at the end of it all, you're still here. <laughs>